everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of The Drunk Riders. As always, I am Marcus. And I'm Mark. I am the one and only Mike. And this week we have a special guest. Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Bottles throwing in the background is our special guest. Oh, Oh, that was really fucking close. (laughs) So back to our special guest. My name is John Mike. Hey. Hey. What's up, Johnny? Oh, not much. Just sitting here chilling. Chilling like a villain. I saw you chomping on those uh, Cheez-Its a little bit ago. Yeah, you were destroying them, man. Hey, hey, now listen. Cheez-Its are... Are you an all-star? Did you get an all-star? I did go play. I've never hated you more. (laughs) That is definitely a lie. I mean, well... It's okay. I still love you, baby. Ooh. <laughs> oh gosh. So what are we drinking well, tonight, boys? Well, tonight. Let me get it. Let me get it. Or today. Wait. There it is. Oh, that was a bitch, bitch it, it was the angle was weird. Um, I got a Columbus Brewing Company Go Kart Ghost. Super Ooh, pale ale. Go Kart Ghost. I think you had one of those before, like a um, long time. I can ago. tell you. No, no, I have not actually. It's the first time. Uh, you had the Ghost Pale Ale. That's Fool's what it was. Gold, Fool's Gold. Um, <laughs> Skateland Blonde Pale. <laughs> I've had a lot of CBC. Yeah, Columbus you have. Um, they're pretty good. Yep, you're good. They're they're my full idol. But yeah, I've never had Go Kart Ghost. Um, the can I'll, I'll post it on a, the Twitter post, but the can is legit. It, it and it plus it's go karts, and I was like, yes, that just makes whole sense. So I am bless you. So love it. What are you drinking, Marky Mark? All right, I've got from Brew Detroit, Cerveza del Rey. Mexican style lager. Can you say that again and not be like the whitest person ever? One second. (laughs) One second? We're recording live. One second. (laughs) Cerveza del Rey. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, we're leaving it. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so uh, I did a uh, community vote for my beer this week. Oh, God. Um, so there is no bias. Um, <laughs> so I'm having a false idol world eater. It's a double New England IPA. Um, this can has the best uh, can art that I have enjoyed. I have had this a few times already. I might go refill tomorrow. Even though I telling myself I'm not going three times in a week. Mm. Yeah, don't do that. I heard that. I'm gonna need you to settle down. No, it's too good. I'm gonna need you to Golly, it sounds like you're on a ride or something. I'm uncomfortable. Oh listen, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> what do what? you uh what do you wait? Uh John Mike, what are you drinking? All right, so tonight I am drinking from West West Six Brewing. They're based out of Lexington, Kentucky. The Pay It Forward Cocoa Porter, Ooh. and so it's a it's a porter brewed with uh, cocoa n- uh, nibs, 
and it is really, really good. But there's a bonus um, because I am from Kentucky. We have a shit ton of bourbon here, in case you didn't know. Um, So I actually have a shot of New Riff bourbon, um, and it is so good. It's a single-barrel bourbon. Um, It has a very uh, kind of smoky taste to it as well. Um, it, that is not really seen across other bourbons um, at the price point that this particular bottle was at. So it's a very smooth, but it's also very, it has a very unique flavor as well. Nice. All right. Okay. So what was the name of that again? I, I got to make sure I get this down right. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Porter or the, or yes. the bourbon? The Porter? Yes. It's West Six Brewing. Mm-hmm. And it's the Pay It Forward Cocoa Porter. So you're making notes of that when we visit? Yes. Mike? Perfect. Um, my list is growing massively. <laughs> especially. Um, so our boy Steven was in Richmond this week, and he was doing some scouting for us for the Stumble, which as a reminder, Stumble's coming to you live June 12th and 13th. We are two months away right now. Man. It is getting away. Uh, Richmond, Virginia. Well, well, home base is Richmond. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, Kings Dominion. Um, flip those orders on the Saturday, Sunday. Uh, gonna be a hoot. We've got a bunch of people already signed up. If you want to come and join, and yes, I said come. Um, Jesus, Christ. let us know. Oh gosh, we're working on some <laughs> awesome stuff. And I got some beer stories I want to talk about here if you, before we really get started. So. Um, keep keep sending your favorite breweries, basically from Columbus to New Jersey to Richmond, and then maybe throw in Charlotte, Atlanta, and then that stretch too for me. Just saying, I got some big plans coming. Um, so this week, boys, um, I got a message from our good friends, uh, Mister Hyde from In the Loop. Oh. And uh, he sent me a message saying, hey, I'm going to be in Dallas. God, no. <laughs> yes. Wonderful the guest. So Hyde's going to be in Dallas. <laughs> you can't do that to us. You can't do that that quick. Uh-oh. Hey, now. The opportunity was there. The door was wide open. I just had to jump on it, okay? All right. All right. Let me keep going. Mm. <laughs> yes, I'm mm, in the mm. beer. I, I hope so. Um, God damn it. Um, so he's like, hey, I'm going to be there Tuesday. Um, do you want to meet up for some false idols? So he came out like right around the stumble time. Wasn't able to join us on that, but he went and only had time to pick up. So we went. This is the first time I ever met the guy. Just cool as shit. Um, We were there for like two and a half, three hours. And um, yeah, we had an absolute blast. So, and I went like the Friday before, which is right after we recorded. Um, So as I get there on Tuesday, I get there a little early. I sit down, I order my beer. I finish my beer as he's walking up because, you know. You can't just have one. It's like a Pringle. Um, you got to have multiple. And so the owner is sitting there working, and he walks over to me, 
fist bump. How the fuck are you, man? I'm like, <laughs> um, um, I don't know if this is a good thing or not, but it's a great thing. So we talked for a few minutes and then, um, he was telling me some of the beers that they have coming out. And I, I was telling John Mike before the show, the first time I went there, I didn't even go for false idol. Um, I went for a different brewery up the road. And then I had this one beer and it obviously has made me a bit of a slut. Changed your life. Just a little bit of a slut. I'm not a full blown slut. <laughs> um, so I was talking to them and, you know, we're, we're having conversations about the different beers. They just hired a new brewer. So welcome to that dude. God, I am such a whore. Um, <laughs> and then they're like, oh yeah, it's coming back. I'm like, what do you mean it's coming back? It's like, it's in the rotation. Shut your whore mouth right now. <laughs> it's the head brewer's favorite beer and the owner's favorite beer. So needless to say, I'm going to buy more than I should. And care packages are going out. Yay! Or, or now hear me out. Hopefully Jefferson listens to this episode. I can drive it to Keys to the Kingdom and we can have a kegger. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I know a place that can keep it safe. Don't <laughs> you dare say your house because I don't <laughs> um, So, um, just shout out because, you know, they're awesome. And um, I did enough fanboying on Facebook or on Twitter this week for them. And, yeah, so let's get on to the show. What else is going on, boys? Well, this week, we got shout-outs, first of all. Oh, um, what was that video that dropped this week, boys? Travis Irwin. Oh, that video. Wait, this is a different video. Different video. <laughs> he's, he's a follower. He's a fan. He dropped that video of Pantheon. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, that was some sexy bean footage right there. Let me tell you. Yeah. Big shout out to Travis. <laughs> yeah. He actually, funny enough, just dropped the impressions. He has like 50,000 impressions on just that, Holy just that one thing. Oh, so. I, I don't even want to acknowledge what you just said, John Mike. So we're just going to skip past that. Um, yeah, I heard it. Hey, it's, it's, it's okay. I still love you, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. Um, no, that video on the train. Whoo, doggy. Yep. Yep. Oh. Doggy. Pantheon is going to be delicious. Although his commentary was hilarious. Oh, I didn't have volume on, so should oh, yeah. I go back? <laughs> when, you, when you get time. Yeah, okay. when you get time. His commentary was, was funny. <laughs> so, um, of course, we got to call out our boy, our legend, Angelo Giles. Put a fucking yeah. shirt on. Put a damn shirt on, son. Also, Marcus. Put a yeah. damn shirt yes, on, Marcus. Please, yeah, Marcus, put a shirt on. We don't want to see that. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a dad bod, okay? Calm down. Hey. Wait, I do have a, a shirt on. What are you talking about? Hot Boy Summer, crop top for the boys. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I hate you. TDR drunk, uh, TDR uh, crop tops coming what? Listen. I mean... <laughs> Listen. I mean... I'm not saying no. I'm pretty sure we can get we already we can, we can already get leggings on there. I'm just throwing that out. <laughs> on that note, um, and of course, coasters and brews. You suck at beer pong. Yes, they do. Saw that first. Um, 
Oh yeah! <laughs> wow. So, so John, Mike, I, I, we're gonna do like a little. Uh, I'm gonna do like you know, it's been a couple months, but let's let's rewind the tape a little bit. Can you give us like a little bit of a play by play of like let's go two minutes of um, coasters and Bruce sucking a beer pong? Yeah. Okay. So uh, coasters and Bruce sucking a beer pong. Um, first off, they they presented themselves as the all high and mighty. As if they were going to just walk into the room and dominate and school everybody that it was in the room. However, the boys, Marcus, Mike, and Mark, showed up ready to roll. Especially Mark with that lovely suntan line. Um, <laughs> get it. Get it. Get it. The... the, the 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 Cushions and Bruce boys were actually kind of shocked because they didn't expect Zorro to appear, but Zorro was there to serve a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and the secret weapon came in and unleashed. And next thing you know, the boys got absolutely obliterated, so much so that it caused another member in the house to disappear, uh, to disappear and appear somewhere else in a room asleep. <sighs> I wonder who that could have been. I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> jeez oh jeez it was a good but time it, it was it was a great time and and like seriously like i touched on it briefly with uh with uh mike like honestly coming to the stumble it was a bit of a gamble because i know that the, it was going to be the first event and everything but like if you are listening right now and you are just considering it please at least sign up to go it was a ton of fun. Like the guys are just as chill as they are on here. And everyone else that came along was an absolute blast to be with. So if you are considering the stumble, this is my plug for you. Go to the website, sign up and please come. And just remember coast is a bruise. You suck. <laughs> I'll send you your 20 bucks uh, later for that advertisement. Thanks, bud. Yep. Endorsement. <laughs> oh man like that um but not not much news happened this week uh velocicoaster of course got their announcement uh harley quinn at the dk might be leaving and then of course our questions it's been a quiet week boys quiet yes week. very quiet week very yeah, we, quiet week yeah we pushed back recording uh not because it was quiet but because of uh some personal stuff that we had going on uh, it was good because last night I was not feeling like recording, so yay. <laughs> You're cooking by the book, guys. What? What? And uh, yeah, we're recording on Fridays moving forward, so it's going to be a little bit different. But good news, we got so many questions. Woo! All the questions. Oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> the news. I that mean, weird. besides Pantheon, uh, that, that video coming out, which I think we all knew would come eventually, the news <clears throat> of the week. Is that Velocicoaster finally has an opening date. Woo! About time. June 10th, we shall see Velocicoaster opening to the world. So, thank the Lord Almighty that we did not decide to do (laughs) our our stumble on that date in Florida. So, let me guys ask you this. Um, Are we going to take bets on when the first breakdown happens? Oh, it's going to be the first day. Three hours. No, like... 20 oh, minutes. You're, you're saying that long. Okay, I'm I'm more on the 20-minute camp. 
Um, oh, I'm just covering the first. I know it's going to happen the first day. Fact. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious it will happen day one. It's just like how quickly into the day will it happen? Very quickly. Well, within two hours. I I think you know. Uh, okay, so honestly, given the fact that it is an intimate, my gut when it says twenty minutes. Okay, my gut wants to say twenty minutes. Um. But I think it will be a little bit longer just because of the level of extensive testing that Universal has been doing with this particular attraction and how consistently it has been operating with the maximum, well, four to five trains on the circuit at one point. And what is going on? What the hell? Gosh. Mute that shit. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. (laughs) Jesus. Man, your Discord is blowing up. Uh, well, the one thing I will counter to that is that um, they've been doing that without people. Right. Without people and with people, two different worlds. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just going to say Murphy's Law. <laughs> yeah, whatever I mean, can it's, happen. It's, it's running fine right now, but once they have a 10-hour wait, shit's going yeah, down. Just like, so it'll, I have a feeling it'll be a lot better than what happened with uh, Hagrid's. Uh, because right. Hagrid's plagued with problems. But... Um, it's still going to have issues. The, the, the weight's going to be enormous. We're, everybody's going to make fun of Floridians because that's stupid. Because um, uh, I don't. So I, I yeah, I, I don't know the, the the giddiness to ride something first day like that. Um, um, the thing is, it's probably going to soft open like next week. Well, when it soft opens, you're going to have a long. There's going to be weeks of soft opening where people are going to rush out to ride it. And then they're still going to show up opening day, Branderson. Um, <laughs> and wait no, you know what they need to do? They need to take a page out of Dollywood's book and do like those technical ride rehearsals. Cause that seemed, okay. Maybe I don't want to say it seemed to work out very well for Dollywood, but yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. exactly. The, the system seemed to make a lot of sense for, soft opening, getting people on the ride, breaking it in a little bit, no pun intended. (laughs) No, I mean, that system really does make sense when you think about it. Um, And it enormous weight. Well, and then also like, if you think about it from a marketing, well, from just a driving, like a profit standpoint, it's really smart on their part to do it because nobody knows when those passes are going to get handed out. Nobody knows where they're going to get handed out, and nobody knows how many of them are going to be. Regardless, if they catch wind that it's being handed out, they're going to show up to Dollywood regardless. Mm-hmm. And so for Dollywood, it's a win-win situation because the joke's on the consumer because they're still showing up spending money at yeah. on property. And so, I mean, if Universal wants to take that approach as well, I mean, my gosh, it could continue to drive their profits. and. Of course, I know that you all had covered it in a previous episode where um, you were highlighting the um, the losses um, throughout all the various chains, and one of them including Universal. Um, you know that could be a quick way for them to help recoup some of those losses um, from the twenty twenty season. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> they, I, so they're either on the the front of uh, "fuck it, let's just have a day," or they're going to be. Testing it. I, right. I, I, well, we, we, should, we shall see. I think the other big news, though, is what's going to happen with SeaWorld and Bush. Both Bushes. 
June 10th. <laughs> right. Shut up. Make Shut it up. happen. So that, that would be hilarious. Oh, though. so that's actually I was I told Andrew I was gonna bring this up. Um so give me one second. Um so talk about Florida real quick. It sucks. Go ahead. Okay. I got it. <laughs> so, God damn it. I do have a rant here coming up very soon. Um, oh, I know, shit. I know all of you are very surprised it has not happened yet, but guess what? It's coming. I had to get in the right headspace. Um, so buckle the fuck up. Um, <laughs> but first, let's talk about uh, Bush Garden Williamsburg and Pantheon. I yes. will. So, opening date of Pantheon. Here is uh, what we kind of came up with. What's the biggest fuck you? Bush Gardens could do. Oh, opening that same day. Open the same day as King's Dominion. Yeah. What are? You, where's the media <laughs> going to go? Where's the Richmond and DC media going to go? Are they going to go to King's Dominion where no new rides are open, or are they going to drive an hour further, go to Bush Gardens and check out their brand new coaster? What a way to drop your fucking dick on the table. <laughs> Are they that smart to do that, though? I mean, if Bush Gardens is all about money and trying to drive that up, absolutely. Well, but see, the thing is, though, too, like I've heard murmurings of this through the internet of there are certain investors within SeaWorld that are pushing to actually keep those capital investments closed even longer. Now, if there's any validity of that, to that, who knows, right? Because it's on the internet. Shocker, right. not everything you see on the internet is true. What, um, are, you talking, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Hey, now. Shut your, now. Shut your um, poor mouth, sir. <laughs> um, but, no, like, I think, you know, it, it, it is very interesting to see how SeaWorld is continuing to wait Um to open those capital investments. And there's also a bit of a sleeper misnomer here as well of emperor because SeaWorld San Diego is reopening. So is emperor going to open with the park? Is it not? Is it just going to sit there and chill just like the other capital investments? I think that's also something we have to think about too. Yeah. And they finally just got their permission to reopen as a park. Correct. Yeah. And somehow Magic Mountain did it first. <laughs> yeah. Superman all... is Superman well, is apparently operating launching harder than it has in years. So kudos to Six Flags for investing in old attractions, question mark. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> you're you're pushing it there, bud. <laughs> and over Georgia, they funneled a shit ton of money into a over 40 year old fucking sports golf that is amazing all right first first so, of all obviously I mean, they had to do that i mean i mean i mean listen. well it's either that or they could take the seat of fair approach and just scrap the shit out of it that, that's hey the vortex deserved to die though hey you need to shut your whore mouth yes it Ooh, did do it we did. actually have a vortex uh, fanboy on the show for the first time I'm gonna need your voice to not get that high ever again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Mike, what did you do? Did you go back and hit fucking puberty or something? No, just fact. Just shots fired over here. <laughs> I mean, I was the one who wanted you on the show, bitch. Uh, no. <laughs> Mike, 
Mike, listen, I still love you, baby. Okay. We're going to have our uh, little uh, chat, fireside chat time, boys. Okay. Here we go. So, um, the uh, Coaster 365 tournament ended. Oh, no. Here we go. Here it is. Everybody sit back and relax. I'm going to need a whole beer for this one. You might want to get sipping. Um, So, the finals were between Zadra and Millennium Force? Maverick. No, Maverick. Maverick. Maverick and Zadra. Maverick won by 60, or they had 60% of the vote. I'm not mad. Yes, you are. I'm really <laughs> fucking disappointed in all of you. Um, well, let's be honest. The, most of the people that listen to this show, they probably voted for Zadra. Right. You, oh, have, you have that one group who tries to like troll us, who I'm not even going to mention their names. Um, they're the big Cedar Point uh, fanboys. But can we just give a shout out to uh, Bryant on doing an awesome job with this poll? Um, right. That's oh, yeah. really what I like. Oh, yeah. Congrats, man! I'm sh- you got a lot of engagement on that. That was great for you. Good job. Um, definitely look forward to next year's version where you don't have any Cedar Point on there, um, <laughs> and then Cedar Point fanboys just lose their damn minds. So, yeah, that's um, that's the thing. So. I'm honestly just going to leave it there because you know what? I, I said it all. I can't say it any better than I did before. Y'all have problems. Go leave Ohio. And we're good. That's all I got. See, Mike, if you, if you think you're seeing cringe with Cedar Point fanboys, have you encountered Kings Island fanboys? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yes, we yes, we unfortunately have. It is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. we all remember the vortex fallout. Yes. Well, I think still my favorite day of being in front of Kings Island fanboys was the day that they <laughs> it was in 2018 and we just so happened to be there when they were doing the massive press event <laughs> for the Antique Autos return. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh and, yeah. <laughs> There is a picture. There's a picture. Let me see if I can find it so I can share it with you because it's glorious. Um, but there was a guy that had showed up holding up an RMC Son of Beast like handmade sign at the press conference. And literally, when we saw it, like myself and the group that I was with, we just like we just busted out laughing because we we had already caught wind that it was in fact going to be the Antique Autos return. And so we were like, oh, no. And so what was hilarious is after the announcement happened, because it took place in the Fest House at Kings Island. If you've never been to Kings Island, the Fest House is a large indoor gathering space, kind of like, um, um, oh, dear. I can't recall it. it. It's They have a counterpart for it down at Carowinds now. Uh, Harmony, uh, Hall. Harmony Hall. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of your setup. And... <clears throat> 
what was hilarious is when they announced Antique Autos, you could literally just hear the air go out of the room from all the fanboys <laughs> in a in a good in a massive way. And they were just like floored that they didn't announce it was a new coaster or anything at all. And it ended up being the fucking antique auto return. That's the most Mike <laughs> ever episode Mark and, Marcus and I have ever done. Yep. <laughs> Which they bitched about so much. It's like, how dare they take our beloved antique cars? Okay, <laughs> here you have it back. How dare they give us back antique cars? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, How dare Paramount strip a, strip the site attraction out? Cedar Fair returns it. How dare you give me back what I want? <laughs> it's just <laughs> oh jeez. Oh. That's a whole different story. Moving on. Moving on. Continuing. Discovery Kingdom. Harley Quinn. Maybe out the door. Ooh, I got some tea to spill about that about that shit. So, so John, Mike, I, I heard you've been on this. Yes. So, funny story. Um, it was 2018, and we just so happened to be at Six Flags Discovery Kingdom on its soft opening. Its first ever soft opening. So, to give you an, an idea of where it is in the park, it is... Adjacent to Superman, their uh, Skyrocket 2, and then Joker, the uh, RMC of Roar. And so that's kind of where it is in the lay of the land of the park. It is right by the entrance as you head toward um, the the ticket booths and you walk under V2. I know it's not called V2 any longer, <laughs> um, but anyway, that's kind of the lay of the land of where it is. So when you walk up to it, it looks it, it looks very stunning. Like I will give you that. Like the presentation of it was really good. However, the execution of the attraction itself <laughs> was hot shit. <laughs> hot shit. There you go. So um, we were watching it test. First off, it's god awful loud. Okay. So take your 90s B&M roar, but give it a way higher, like a bit of a higher pitch, mm. um, and marry that with a continuous sound for like 15 to 30, well, like however long the ride cycle is. Um, so it was tremendously loud. And what was funny is we caught one of the testing cycles. And so we're watching it. And the thing is with the, with that, uh, sky warp, the OTSRs are God awful. They are not designed with any kind of ergonomics in mind whatsoever. Okay. Like I know that some of you, um, if you recall the hamster wheel, uh, by SBF. Yeah, baby. <laughs> OTSRs. Those OTSRs were actually better. Oh, God. Yeah. Because these were harder than the older style Arrow OTSRs. Oh, no. Yeah. Talk about an oversight, right? So Small one. Yeah, j- just a small one. But as we were watching it test, and it was going through the layout, I'll, ne- <laughs> I'll never forget it. I was standing on the midway, and I was kind of like, diagonally across from the queue of Joker 
And as I was looking at it, you could hear it and you could just tell from even just the sound of it that it was not rolling smoothly, that it was kind of a rigid motion. Well, it was confirmed whenever we looked over and while it was testing, a ride operator was inside the OTSR. And this was before the ride was up to full speed at all. Okay. (laughs) The ride is in motion and it's not going that all that fast. And literally the entire time the, the train is traversing the track, you just see the ride operator bobbing forward and forward and backward within the OTSR itself as it's going through the track. God. Oh, that's not good. And you saw that from the midway, not even close to it. And so finally they let it open. We get up there. The loading procedure was weird uh, because of how the the station was just kind of set up for that ride. And then finally it starts. And, you know, Mike, I I know that you, you, you have some uh, unfavorable views of arrow loopers. Yeah. But sorry. Vortex. I have unfavorable, <laughs> unfavorable views on Vortex. I enjoy Viper. Okay, fair. So okay. imagine Vortex, but condensed down, like with all of the bat, with all the transitions, and that's all you went through. Oh God! With happy <laughs> OTSR. Oh God! Why? And so. And that was that entire ride. And literally, my friends and I, we got off of the ride, and we were we all said the same thing of, wow, that was hot shit. And <laughs> so we even predicted then. We were like, there's no way Six Flags is installing these at their other properties. And so then they started having all of the technical issues with the attraction as well. And so that caused, obviously, reliability issues. And if you're a Six Flags um, investor or you're within Six Flags management, you're going to want an attraction that's going to be reliable, right? Um, you know, you, you're going to want something that's going to be able to be presentable to your guest. The Skywarp, fantastic concept idea, absolute garbage when it came to execution. That's a bummer. That makes sense. That sounds like how... <clears throat> It, it had promise. Like, it seriously had so much promise. And it's on paper, it sounds absolutely simplistic. Um, but the, the thing is, the execution of it was just complete shit. And so, like, <laughs> if, in, if anything, you know, the lesson that could be learned here is, you know, you, when you create an entirely new product or you have a new concept that you want to bring to life, you know, you have to think through the entirety of how that is executed. And if you don't think through all the details, including the little ones that you don't want to think about, then yeah, you're going to fuck up. And that's exactly what um, happened with the Skywarp. They fucked up. But hey, is it better than a titty twister? <laughs> well. In all hmm. honesty, a titty, a titty twister, at least the pain can go away after a few seconds. <laughs> Depends on how good that titty twister is, though. Real talk. I mean, you're not wrong there, Marcus. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. From experience, you want to avoid those from Marcus. Hey, listen. Listen. Like, like twice. <laughs> like twice that happened. Yeah. 
like twice too many times, son. You're beautiful. I love you. It's okay. So it's been a quiet week. Moving on. It's been a very quiet week. It's been a quiet week. So we have a thousand questions. Ooh, a lot of questions. And I popped them in, boys. So okay. let's get Here we the go. T- let's get them rolling. Big Matt, Coasters and Brews. Uh-oh. If the same opening for Iron Gwazi as Velocicoaster, which one or if the Yes. Which one has a longer line? And which one would you go to if they open at the same time on the same day? So Velocicoaster is gonna have a seven hour longer line, and I'm still gonna go on Iron Gwazi. Or the G Waz. The, the the Waz of G. Yeah. So here here's my, my <laughs> thing about <laughs> my, my thing is the differences between the two parks is immense. The fanboyism for um Orlando and all of its relevant parks blows Bush Gardens fanboyism out of the water. Bush blows RMC fanboyism out of the water. So if this was listen, if this was an RMC at at Universal Studios, I, I, would, I would literally never go on it. The, <laughs> the <laughs> world would be imploding right now if, this, if that was the testing video. Like, I, I truly un- would understand I would never get the credit. <laughs> also, someone like uh, Universal will never build an RMC because the seats are too restrictive for their average guests. And yes, I called average guests at Universal fat because guess what? I'm fat. So I can say it. You, so. <laughs> now one denial in there, you slut. I would. I just hey, ignore you're just the really cuddly, okay? You're, listen, you're big, you're you big bone. It. Big bone, baby. You just, That's right. you, you just got some extra loving to give, bud. <laughs> uh, hey, you wanted a response, motherfucker. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> He should have said shit. That's what you get. <laughs> I, I, I'm also going for the GWAS. What, what about you two? Yeah. Because it'll probably... Eh. It's yeah, going to have a five-hour wait. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's going to have a long line, but it'll probably have a shorter wait. Yeah, comparison-wise. Yeah. Plus, the, well, they can both go down. I'm not discounting the fact Oh, they're that, both going down. Yeah. But are they both yelling timber? <laughs> you're not you're not wrong Gal Gadot <laughs> fucking John Mike <laughs> just yeah, hitting beautiful. it hard and fast he is he's beating you son that's what way. she said oh. <laughs> children Moving on. I'm the mature one in this one. What's going on right now? I, I don't know if you're actually... No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is uh, from Lil Dice 504 The question is, honest opinion, do you think Gwazi will open by the first week of June? Yes. Yes. I think Damn, I hope so. But for real. <laughs> I think so, but I think SeaWorld with their capital investments are waiting for a strategic day to strike. June 9th. So <laughs> here there's gotta be something that Universal knows about the state of Florida to say 
June 10th is a good day to open. Yeah, because that's a random middle of the week type deal. That's well, not a Saturday. When did, when did uh, Hagrid's open? Oh, uh, gosh. I got you. Because oh, I thought it was right around that time in July or in June. That, that name's got to chill out. Haggard's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Chill the <laughs> fuck out with that name right now. It opens 6-13-2019. Rollercoaster Database, baby, have it open. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was right around the okay. same time. Yeah, it's soft open June 11th. So, right. so the 13th, that was a Thursday actually in June as well. Huh. So they're opening at the same damn time. Well, there goes my theory of uh, they had ulterior motives and they know something about the state of Florida. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's what, that's what they do. Okay. Cool. There you go. There you go. Feel like a dumb dumb. Awesome. You're still beautiful. Um, so hopefully, all of us, hopefully we see it open before then. I honestly think we'll be looking once Florida says. Have they said full capacity for everything yet or no? No. That's your day. Once everything which, opens up, I'm which thinking, I mean, Texas has and the numbers keep going down. So, but that's, an, that's another deli- story. Yeah, we gotta Good wait. For you. We, we gotta wait for active numbers to come back because we don't all know that's a delay of a week or two. I mean, this has been a month now. So, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we keep watching. We, we, we've said this before, and then another gigantic spike happened. So, right. yeah. What about yeah. Michigan? <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you guys doing in Michigan, bud? I don't know what the yeah. hell's going on up here. Yeah. Get your shit together, bud. Yeah, bud. Yeah. No, I hey. think. Yeah, I got like, my vaccination. I got, I got, my, I got I mine today. Yeah. Hey, look at that. There we go. How do you feel? How I feel? Shot like shot. Damn it. We're talking over each other. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I was asking Mark how his 5G reception is now. Oh, yeah. It, it, dude, full strength. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, me if you I have been operating at full strength now for a couple weeks. So, two I am weeks. Ha- I'm halfway there, baby. Two weeks. Yes, May, two weeks is May, the time. May 7th, I'll be there. Ooh. I'll be, I'll be Transformer. Well, that meets the eyes. Oh, Transformers, robots, you're beautiful, and I hate you. I love us. Oh, we're we're something, all right. This is what happens when Kevin leaves. Yep, (laughs) shit, it's a fan. We're not getting those 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 fucking uh, frustrated faces. (laughs) Yeah, he's gonna be pissed again. Uh, Next one's for you, Big Mike. <clears throat> so Perry asked pork or beef. So clearly um, somebody was watching last Sunday Mike's Meat uh, breakdown, which that pulled pork turned out fantastic, if you couldn't tell. Um, touched way, it and it fell apart. Huh? The way you molested that meat, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to call the police. Which time when I was smacking it on the grill or when I was tearing it apart? Both. <laughs> I feel like the first one was just teasing it, and the second one was just oh, going. The first one was uh, "Ask that baby girl." Let's go. Um, <laughs> I apologize. God oh damn it. man. Um. Um. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> no, but like it just fell apart. Like I have like um 
like they have like these like basically like forks kind of thing like um claws that you use for pulled pork and it was easier to use like the hand than that because it was so like it was so just oh my god um (laughs) it just fell apart and like i picked it up and it fell apart in my hand it was amazing um why why do you like this mark (laughs) there's a lot of reasons um so with that beef hands down it's beef um i just think it's a better quality i mean pork you can do you know there's stuff you can do with it but you don't get so pork has bacon so that's obviously a huge plus for it but beef has burn ends and brisket and I'm going to take that plus bulgogi and um, carne asada so yes there's my answer beef so what's for dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> then so, so we have that for dinner at the next stumble though Ooh. man I am not making food for 50 people <laughs> <laughs> Unless you put me in an industrial kitchen, I'm not making food for 50 people. I mean, that's possible. Oh, shit, I should probably sign up. Oh <laughs> my god, it's <laughs> what? It's our oh. stumble, and you haven't signed up. So here's totally the thing: like, our numbers right now are are quite high, but there's still people we know for a fact are coming who haven't signed up. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I signed up before we even announced it to everybody. You said that this looked good. I was like, signed up. <laughs> yeah. You were the first. I think you were first. Yeah. Um, right. I was, <laughs> but like, I, I can't make that much food again. I mean, oh, no, I we're, can. We're, we're ordering pizzas, baby. Yeah. We're ordering pizzas. We're being cheaper this time. Little Caesars, <laughs> bitch. So hey, I, I got, Put that crazy bread in my mouth. Yes, thank you. Someone who gets it. So I have a little bit of a tangent, boys, which is not new. Let's go, baby. I was I got a beer. Let's do it. I was randomly, you'll like this one. I was randomly browsing roller coaster database. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it was listed by number. And I was like, I wonder what what coaster is number 69. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's do it. What is it? Before, don't type it in. If you got really okay. good, what? Where do you think it's located? Is it the United States? Yes. Okay. It's got to be Cedar it's, Point. It's got to nope. be. It's got to be A in the alphabet, though. Nope. It's not. No nope. number. Then? Is it? Does it start with B? No. What? Give it to what it starts with. R. What? How yes. does that work? What? The fuck? <laughs> what is it? Racer at King's <laughs> Island. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> that is the 69th roller coaster ever entered on Roller Coaster Database. And that bitch ain't nice. <laughs> the 420th <laughs> is Wildcat at Lake Compound. God damn it, I was literally going to ask if it was 420. <laughs> I knew you would ask that. That's why I looked it up immediately after. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate you, boo. I love you, too. I wonder if there's a 696. There is. 
uh, El Espresso Monario at uh, Park Plaza Sismo in Mexico. Ooh. 696. Boom. Move it on. Shut up. All right, moving on. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, I'm, I figure out it's on brand. Hashtag quote. Um, the brand cousin. Right. Not including Giaga. What is the most obscure defunct park you have been to? Ooh. I... That is. Look at KC Mustang dropping the good ones. Let me. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. I gotta remember. I've been to a number I... of defuncts. I have to say, for me, it is Fantasy Island up in uh, just outside of Niagara Falls, New York. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually went there before they announced that they were going to be closing, but, you know, like at the end of that operating season. So, yeah, we, we went like, what, three years ago? Four years ago, Mark? Yep. I forget when we went. Um, where's the? I'm looking up the defunct rides right now. <laughs> oh, jeez how how do you uh, my classification? You uh, mean park, right? Yeah, uh, park. Yes, oh, you count rides too, but I should. I can pull mine up here real quick. I so there's there's two that I'm kind of thinking of. The first one isn't really that obscure. Um, it just closed down about 20 years ago, and that is um, Six Flags Astro World. Ooh. Like, yeah. So the thing is, like, um, wait, was that really 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so one of the big things is, like, Giaga wasn't a small place either. So it's like, okay, well, is this really a small place or what? Um, but the smallest place that was, that's now closed that I went to was a small water park in California that had two creds. It was called Pharaoh's Lost Kingdom. Um, it is now a trampoline park. Wow. <laughs> but hold on. Let me pull it up on RCDV. I, I got the two creds they had. Um, let's see. Um, I can't spell Pharaoh apparently, so that's cool. Um, it's not even on our – how is this not on RCDV? I don't know. Um but I got the creds. They had a two pieces of shit. Real small place in Redlands, California. Oh, they changed the name of it. That's why. Um, it was a Zyklon Galaxy was one of them. Which where is it now? Um, is that an adventure land now? Um, no. Hold on. It is going to be at. Um, Cedar Valley's Wild Frontier Fun Park that in one? Michigan. <laughs> oh my gosh. No way. Oh, jeez. That was a fucking journey, boys. Yeah. Um, we went around boys. there. Boys. And then, huh? Boys. 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 Um, boys. The other one was a, it was called Runaway Train. 
And it was a uh, Zamperla si- single helix powered coaster. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. Oh, no. Did you just hurt yourself? Yeah, did you hurt? Are you okay? Do we need to call us? Are you all right? Did you stroke out? Axis wasn't 200. No <laughs> fucking way. Wait, are you using coaster count, though? Because um, it'll account for that. No <laughs> fucking way. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> No. For all the shit you talked. Mike's going good. through his entire count right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's going one by one. Like, motherfucker, motherfucker, did I really do it? Do do I literally have a tear right now? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I am so happy I am the guest on this episode now. Like <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. Uh, uh, um, <sighs> <laughs> that sigh of defeat, dude. I am oh, so yeah. sorry. I'm not. I necessarily <laughs> am. No, so like, legitimately, I can. It's still two hundred because I don't count this. I have not counted the um fucking ride at the Orange County Fair that I rode that one year because it's a fair cred. But that's the only fair I've ever been to. So I can technically count that one to replace it if I really want to feel fucking desperate. But are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> he's going through his entire top rides. He's looking through them all. Oh, that's hilarious. But it's 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 okay. Like my my uh, two hundred was. Well, excuse me. My one hundred was going to be mind blower. Mm-hmm. It ended up accidentally being the fucking spinning mouse at Fun Spot. I mean, worthy replacement. That's not bad. Okay, I'm good, guys. I fixed it. We're good. It was still 200. Fuck you, everything on the planet right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, we haven't even answered the damn question. Um, so for me, for I'm me. It's gonna, it's gonna be either Playlands Castaway Cove, which I, I I think they're closed. Yes, I believe they are in fact closed. Yes, or and Jenkinson Boardwalk. I did two. I did those two parks. Um, no, no, excuse me. Uh, Jenkinson is open. I think Playland closed. Did they? No, nope, nope, they're open. I yeah, they're open. To, I haven't been to many parks that have actually closed. I've been on a lot of rides that have closed, but not many parks that have actually closed. Funtown Pier still open. Um, well, no, Funtown the- Funtown Pier. That's one that they had. Uh, they closed in 2012 after after Sandy. Yeah, a number of those parks closed. I didn't know which ones actually closed. Closed, but uh, Funtown Pier in um, Seaside Park in uh, New Jersey. That's one that I it closed in 2012 and it hasn't been open. I mm. rode all the coasters there. That's the one park that I know of off the top of it. There's probably a number of these um, that have closed. A number of them closed rides in 2012 because um, I did a I did a tour in 2007. I did a tour of the the eight parks in one day, 
and uh, eight or nine, I forget which how many, um, along the Jersey Shore, finishing up at Maury's Piers. So that was a hell of a morning. Oh, we got up at like eight. Me and Steve. But uh, I mean, I would say, uh, yeah, yeah, got to be that. God, I'm so crushed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, if it makes you feel any better, I opened up RCDB right now. And guess what fucking random coaster popped up for please me? Tell me it was, please tell me it was Racer. No, it was fucking Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> you Anaconda? <laughs> uh, oh, you're welcome. Uh, I'm never going to hear that one. Well, I'm never going to be like be able to escape that one. Yeah. <laughs> never. Mar- Mark, what is your uh, defunct part? Fun Forest. In Seattle. Oh well. Oh wow. Did they? Nice. Uh, did they, was that like a traditional style theme themed park experience? As in, it was kind of walkthroughs, or did it have some coast? I'm assuming it had coasters as well. It was so. It was at the base of the Space Needle. They had a windstorm, and then they might have had like a rock climbing wall, and then maybe like something else. It was. It really was not a park at all. <laughs> wow. They just had a random credit at the Space Needle, essentially. Nice. I'll also add uh, Bowcraft Playland. They also closed in 2018. Not not many people oh, went to yeah. that one. That one wasn't that was that wasn't a Hurricane Sandy one. That one just closed because nobody went there. So that may <laughs> be more obscure than uh, uh, Jillian's. So yeah, but I, I'd vote for Bowcraft Bowcraft Playland. Which now, Marcus, maybe you'd be able to perhaps answer this. Which park was it that had the 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 now infamous photo shot of the roller coaster that fell into the ocean? That was uh, I think it was Jenkins' Boardwalk or Playland. I think it was Playland. I was say yeah. I think it was Playland as well, but I was, just, I was just trying to recall off the top of my head. Yeah, no, Playlands, Playlands where uh, Gale Force, Gale Force is. Yeah, they, they all kind of blend together. I for, yeah. <laughs> I did eight in one day. I don't remember which one. I think it. I think it may have been Jenkinsons in that case. Let me see the Flitzer. That's one I definitely rode. Was it? Steel yeah, Pier? it was. Didn't Didn't Hydrus replace it? No, I don't think so. This one, clo- this one, Flitzer closed in 2018. No, that may, that may not have been it. I don't remember. I think they closed it, but I don't remember which. Was it Funtown Pier? Yeah, maybe it was that one. Funtown, oh, Funtown Pier closed too. All of 2012. I think that might have been the one that was in the ocean. God, they all blend the fuck together. <laughs> They're all so close. They, yeah. They all have the exact same rides. Yeah. They all like have the those. But, yeah, they all got like flipsters yeah. and or those one looping single car tra- like ugh. I don't even remember which one it is because they all blend together. Oh man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What was so, that? That was something. <laughs> Did you stroke? What was that? Yes. No, so the reason why I was why I had that crazy laugh is because so as all of you enthusiasts know that are listening, the Credits that are referred to as dragon wagons are usually found at fairs, things like that. Well, at Funtown Pier, they had a kitty cred, literally called Dragon Wagon. Yeah. Does it get much more, like, obvious than that? Wacky worm. Yeah. That too. 
Got a worm that's whacking. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Got him. Uh, moving on. Because we've, we've, that was a lot of talking. Wait, John, John Mike, was that your answer too? What's your most obscure closed part? Oh, uh, I answered like a, a while back, but it was yeah, Fantasy yeah. Island. Up oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Island. Yeah. Falls. Gotcha. Which if is you, open with three new rides, apparently. So there you go. If you had to DRMC and RMC, which one would you choose from Coaster Freak? Um, wow. Good answers, guys. Love it. You said Mean Streak, didn't you? Yeah, I said Streak, <laughs> <Greek>, bitch. <laughs> the only ride that has been RMC that I know was actually good before was what you would call it down in Mexico. Medusa? That's the one I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, it was really good before. Yeah, that's what everybody says that it was not a ride that you needed to RMC, but. They RMC'd it, so... Apparently, it's, it's one of the best. What's that? I was just saying CCI represent. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, that RMC is one of the best, too, so... Yeah, and just nobody's been on it, because it's at Six Flags Mexico. <laughs> uh, I can't think... Yeah, look at the other ones here, you know. I mean, people bitch about Wicked Cyclone... At over Georgia and say they should have done it to uh, Gasm. You mean Twisted Cyclone? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Cyclones Gasm's in. got great airtime though. I that like was Gasm. the worst ride at the park though, but it wasn't even a bad ride. Right. Well, the, the the thing with Gasm, if Gasm got the attention that it deserves as far as re- track maintenance, okay. Mm-hmm. That ride would be a fantastic classic wooden coaster. It really would. The, the layout has the potential. The layout's mm-hmm. there. But it's just if they would invest the money into getting some serious track work done, that's the thing. And unfortunately, we're not seeing that, even though that ride is most certainly worthy of that. Yeah. Yeah, we could see that. Now what? <laughs> so I think the consensus is uh, Joker. <laughs> Joker? Wait, what? Actually, yeah, Joker's another one. Yeah, well, wait. Roar, which one? That took over Roar. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roar, I'm 50-50 on. I, I didn't ride it. Obviously, I've never been to Discovery Kingdom, so. I, I mean, so when I experienced it as Joker, okay, so bear in mind, I didn't never experience it as Roar. But when I experienced it as Joker, it ran like complete garbage. So at that time, it was running nylons. So it was doing the – Storm Chaser did it for briefly for a hot second when they were having an issue with the wheels. Um, but it was running nylons, and it sounds like a zipper. Mm. And because it sounds like a zipper, it has a bit of a, you know, a noise to it. And so Storm Chaser got to the point where it was so loud – um, if you if you know the layout of Kentucky Kingdom, Storm Chaser is all the way in the back of the park from the parking lot. You could hear Storm Chaser as if it was Chang. That's how loud it was. Oh gosh! Oh, and so the thing with the thing with it though is with whatever Discovery Kingdom was doing at that time when I experienced um, Joker in 2018. 
they did not know, like, I don't know what they were doing to the wills, but they were doing some kind of cockamanian shit to the wills. <laughs> and so, for instance, did you say cockamanian shit? Yes, I did, bitch. Oh um, my god, fucking Kentucky in the house, boy. <laughs> so, anyway, whenever it was going through the zero, the, the zero G roll, it literally went through it so slowly that you could that you would hang out of your seat and usually whenever you go through it on a, a zero g roll on an rmc you know you're, you're just whipping through it at a, at a decent clip because you're still going through it at full speed and even the bunny hops right before the brake run you know usually they're filled with ejector nothing like i didn't even come out of my seat like that's how slow the ride was running hmm. so i mean Based off of that one experience, it's like I wish I could have gotten to experience it as as its original presentation as the GCI. Um, you know, obviously, I hope Discovery Kingdom is doing better than that now with the ride. Um, I haven't uh, heard good reviews. <laughs> yeah, I mean, neither have I. But I, I hope they're doing better than when I experienced it. I hope they are. But when I experienced it, it was hot garbage. Yeah, luckily Mike and I had a much better experience than that when we got to ride it. That's good. Yeah, but even then, so so I only rode East Coast Roar, and oh. it was great. It was perfectly fine. Like they they really had no reason to redo West Coast Roar the way they did it. Granted, I did hear East Coast Roar was better than West Coast, but so be it. Well, I mean, I think at that point it kind of comes down to which park gets more of the budget as far as maintenance goes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, which which park pulls the higher attendance so that way it gets more money for going toward preventing the maintenance or going toward track work, etc. And so, obviously, Discovery Kingdom is not a high attendance park. I mean, it no. doesn't, doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um and so, I mean, it kind of makes sense why they did it. They probably did it to try to eliminate the maintenance of the track work, um, if I had to guess. But at the same time, if it's running like it was in 2018 when I experienced it present day, then it, it wasn't worth it. You know, it, 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 it's, it's a terrible execution. Well, son of a bitch. All right, moving on. Moving <laughs> on. A lot of questions. How much would Beast be after a total retrack, Millennium Flyers, and a trim removal? What a ride, anyone. Did you reword that question? Or? Nope. How much would the Beast yeah. be? I'm, I'm assuming how good would Beast be after a total retrack, <laughs> Millennium Flyers, and a trim removal? What a ride, 81. I hope that was a copy uh, problem, but uh, yeah. How good would Beast be? I am. So I think we've talked about this a few times. We've talked about this a lot. Yeah. And Beast doesn't need a retrack. No. Because it gets retracked enough already. Yeah. Beast needs to not have trims anymore. Agreed. And it it might need a turn or two to have their radius increased. Yeah. A little more banking. That that last one before... The second lift, yeah, just widen that turn a little bit more so it could run faster. You're golden. 
Yeah, I so my that's been my biggest thing has been, especially after riding some rides that had trims that took that didn't have Mon Mean Streak was a good example of that. Right. Um, uh, a Raging Bull, ridden that without it, and I was like, holy, that's a different damn ride altogether. Um, and then Fury came out. I was like, yeah, Raging Bull, Jesus, you're missing out. So, <laughs> um, yeah, those trims. I remember when they were just skid brakes, and the and the ride actually rode faster. That it does now with the um, mm-hmm. friction brakes, yeah. Slash magnetic. Are they magnetic or the friction? They're, they're, <laughs> mag, they're mags. The the trims yeah. themselves are mags, but the pneumatics are all in the station in the block zones. Yep. Well, those were always. Well, no, they weren't. Either way, <laughs> right. um, the trims got to be first. Uh, the trains, I think, are fine. They're not great, but they're not bad. I mean, Millennium Fly- Flyers. You may still have the same problem, but. It doesn't even need Millennium Flyers because those are supposed to be for rides with tight twists and lots of articulation. And Beast doesn't really have that. Yeah, you're not seeing that really anywhere. So, I mean, the bowl maybe, but that's a big bowl. And we, you know how we love big bowls on this show. So, yeah, we do. One of us does. (laughs) (laughs) Sunken place where we go. <laughs> so, no, I, I don't. I, I don't think you need all that. I definitely think, or, and to be honest, they're going to retrack it. I hope they would actually make it like good. But I think Beast just needs to go a little faster. It needs to feel a little more out of control. It's got to get that voyage feel where you're just going nuts, right? Out in the woods, like so. Very unique experience here. Um, I actually experienced the. So you come up off the second lift of Beast. You know, you curve around, and you're going. You know, so, you know, you're on your basically your left side as you're hauling ass into the helix, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is right as they were trying to do the transition between the pneumatics and the magnetic uh, trims, and for whatever reason, there was nothing there. Okay, hmm. <laughs> so. We turn, and I'm expecting it to, you know, to trim in the middle of the of the drop as it always does, and nothing happens. And I'm like, holy shit! And we keep gaining all this speed up to the helix. And I'm like, holy shit! Here we go! <laughs> and literally, like, you know, of course, it's those three bench PTC trains. They're bulky, they're heavy, and the second that load change happened, holy fuck! Oh god, that was a sensation. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, and new sensation new <laughs> sensation um but no like it like the second the load change happened in the helix like i was flung over to the other side of the train onto the person i was next to and um you know it's it marcus like it solidifies your point like if the beast ran faster i think it would have significantly higher reviews Yep. I understand the why behind they trim it. Okay, like it's it's yep. not a secret. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, if Beast ran faster, it would be that much of a better ride. Like for instance, uh, Dennis Spiegel, who was one of the uh, original people who came up from Coney Island amusement park to Kings Island in the seventies, he rode the Beast trimless, and he said that whenever they got back into the station, they were just like everybody that was on that train was just completely just devoid of color whatsoever because 
Um, for instance, at the bottom of the first drop, they said they felt like they were shooting out of a cannon because there were so many positive forces there. Perfect. <laughs> because if you think about it, if that's not trimmed, that pullout out into that first curve is not that wide. Nope. Right. So why would you pull out? Oh, boy. What are we going to do? Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean. I mean. I mean. We can move on now since we. I mean. Uh, we no. Hey, first of all, this is our show. You're a guest. Moving <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> hey, now. I'm just uh, here to help, okay? I'm not trying to be a bitch. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean. Will Parks. Ever start rebuilding old defunct uh, roller coasters? How dare they say rollers in our fucking questions? Son of a bitch. We're fucking Sarah on this shit. You go talk to Bybee with that. Hey, roller so coasters. Is, the name is, of the Guaz, okay? I say Guaz yeah. just to piss you off. There you go. Guaz. The G-Waz. The G- it's a G-Waz. The good old G-Waz. <laughs> I still love when we said that when she was on the show. And she's like, I hate you so much. Yeah. That's the first ever episode I ever heard with you all, and now I'm here with you all. So, Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Wow, that was the first one? That was your first? That was my first one. Thanks to Mr. Wow. Taylor Buble. So. <laughs> That's my boy. Taylor Buble. Mr. Buble. He's our favorite. Um, oh, finishing the question. Uh, <laughs> will parks ever start rebuilding old defunct roller coasters instead of replacing them with new dev with no cred? Uh, no. this is a trap question. <sighs> yeah. They, so, someone wants us to say vortex. I bet. Uh, <laughs> listen, you can make vortex a good coaster if it was B and M and like okay. good. But I'm just going to say this right now, and I'm going to piss off a few people. Hi, oh, Branderson. <laughs> oh, boy. What if? Nope. What <laughs> if? Rude. <laughs> oh, actually, I'll say this. I would be the first person in line if they were to Raptor Vortex. Oh, Ooh. <sighs> Am I going to start a new hashtag? No. Is, are KI fanboys going to hear this through the grapevine and someone's going to claim it like their own? Fuck you, amusement insiders. I mean, cough, cough. Um, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're um, not wrong. Um, and claim it as their own, probably. Um, they're already going to be obnoxious enough for the next 50 fucking years saying, RMC son a beast. So, so back to the question. Yeah, so to actually answer the question. <laughs> Instead of bitching and whining. Um, I, I, I think a select parks could do that. Depending on uh, like you know some rides that were taken out because of age, because um, they're cause the problem right now is many rides are taken out because they're old and busted and not good. Uh, right. Vortex is a good example, and but another, one I could think of uh, that a lot of people like Big Bag Wolf, Big Bag, Big Bad Wolf. 
Um, a lot of people love that ride. It's just aged out. And we're going to see that here in the next coming decades of rides that simply aged out. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to hit, we're going. I think, in the 2030s. Now, I know it's a long way away from now, but we're going to hit a, a time frame here in the late 2020s where rides that were built in the 90s and early 2000s are going to start aging out. We're going to look at our list and be like, oh, when did half of it become defunct? Yeah, like when yeah. did... <laughs> Uh, when, when did this happen? But we're going to start seeing some of these rides go, and it's going to be a, a, a void. Now, whether they're going to – everybody's going to decide, oh, you know, like say, for instance, Busch Gardens, Tampa, getting a 30-year-old uh, steel coaster on there, uh, like Kumba or Montu or something like that. Would they rather pull a Hulk and just rebuild it brand spanking new or, you know, build something um, uh, brand new in their spots? So there's a lot of that's, – that's a question. And I think it depends on the ride they're replacing – and the ride they're bringing back, you know what I'd really love to see would be some of those old classic wooden coasters that none of us got to experience from that were like destroyed in like the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Like uh, like Crystal Beach Cyclone. I think that's honestly, I really think that's one of the few rides you could actually totally re well, not totally recreate. You'd need to modernize it. But as far as like the exact same layout. I think that's really the only one or one of a very few uh, selection of rides that you could do that with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I honestly think that. So a lot of these rides are going to have to get removed. I don't think you're going to see parks replace it or basically building new versions of that same ride. So let's take Kumba for an example. That's a good one. I don't think you're going to see B&M come in and build Kumba 2. You might see – you're going to see something more modern because parks are going to want to stay top of the line, uh, latest technology, the the newest, most cutting-edge experience on your rides. But th- what they'll probably do, they'll play into the nostalgia. They'll, they'll pay homage to Kumba where either they'll do the loop around the lift or they'll do the interlocking corkscrews next to the bridge. Right. Like reuse one of those things, like what uh, like what Busch Gardens Williamsburg did with Verbolton and the drop over the water like Big Bad Wolf. That, I could see that. Well, and I think, too, the, other, the – sorry to interrupt you, Marcus. I didn't mean to do that. Um, yes, you did, you um but so i think the thing too like larson brought this up a little bit ago in the tdr discord um because we were we were kind of on this same kind of notion of talking about defunct attractions um and he was highlighting from an insurance standpoint there's a lot of most of the insurance sector is becoming increasingly skeptical and conservative in what types of attractions they will cover. That's right. And and so when these insurance policies come due to be renewed, they may not have a viable option to renew that insurance policy with. So it may not necessarily be that the attraction has aged out, Obviously, that's going to play a role, right? Like, it's kind of obvious. But 
It's also going to be whether or not they can get a reasonable rate to be able to cover that ride when it comes to liability insurance. And if they are not able to cover it as an operator, if I were in their shoes, I wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And so, because obviously I want to make a profit, right? Um, I mean, that's just, that's, that's business. And so I think we're, you know, Marcus, like you are absolutely right. Like we're going to get to that point where we're going to start seeing a lot of these uh, classic attractions that we are even present day still enjoying. They are going to age out and replacements will have to come. Obviously I think, you know, uh, right. Like as far as uh, patron numbers and things like that will play into a role as to whether or not a park will perhaps revitalize an attraction. Um, you know, Hulk at Universal is kind of a misnomer just because of how iconic it really is. And let's be real here. Universal has the money to just, you know, hit copy pasta and pop a new, a new clonium. Um, but a lot of these other parks do not. And so, you know, we are going to start to see a time when a lot of those other attractions that are iconic, that we are still, that are still here, they will age out. And have it may you, not be because it's mechanical. Maybe because they can't get entrance coverage. Have you guys ever actually seen a POV of the Crystal Beach Cyclone? Is there really one available? There, yeah. There, there, there's some, some, some good roller coaster tycoon. Wait, what? No Limits 2 <laughs> creations of it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, there's some, some off-road. Sweet. I haven't seen one in a while. Holy Jesus. Does anybody recall if that was designed by Herbert Schmeck at BTC or no? Harry Traver. Okay. I was going to say Schmeck is – that's why um, uh, Blue – I mean uh, Blue Streak at CP has that stupid powerful ejector on the going out trip. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because exactly. Schmeck was all about that. Whereas John Allen was not. So that's why the return trip on Blue Streak. So fun fact, uh, Blue Streak was designed by two different people. On really? the outgoing trip, it was Herbert Schmeck. And on the return trip, it was John C. Allen. Huh. There you go. That's why the return trip so much better. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Since CDC recommendation or is recommending uh, eliminating safety theater, how long do you think parks will continue to delay operations for cleaning. Mr. Larson wanted this question to be popped in there. So interesting. They call it safety theater, but I, I do agree. There's, you know, the, 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 some of the parks that we've been to hell last year, they, 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 their, their cleaning was very meh. <laughs> Even when they were doing it regularly, they were whooping ass on trying to clean a lot. Mm-hmm. And it really didn't do much to be honest. I don't think they really cleaned. So right. I, yeah, I, the rag was just moving whatever dirt and bacteria yeah. and they around. were, yeah. And they were spraying it with a very watered down cleaner and yeah, I, I, I think depending on which park you're talking about certain parks for sure. You get six, like a six flags type deal, especially in the South and those States that have a little more lax um, things going on. I could see that. Some other more conservative parks, you're looking at Cedar Point, Kings Island, other places that still do that type of thing. You, you're going to see that for a lot, a lot longer. I think it's going to depend on the money. If they can save 
thousands and thousands of dollars by not cleaning, I think you'll see everybody stop cleaning. I mean, if it's literally the CDC saying it and a lot of these, like, especially a place like California, it'll be very interesting for them because they are all, oh, CDC says this, so we're going to do this. But they're also very much in the show of, hey, we're doing this to be over, over the top of how great we are in terms of our health and safety. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they're saying it's not necessary and you're not going to catch it from that and you have a 1 in 10,000 chance from a surface contact, which is what it was because I was reading a couple articles on this earlier today actually, um, then they're not going to do it because why would they spend an extra let's, – let's just throw out – you know, you've got a place like Cedar Point with how many – like 65 attractions or something like that. Yeah, um, thereabouts. Thousands of dollars each week, each day, they would be spending on cleaning products. Breaking news. Breaking news. Sorry to interrupt. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The G-Unit, Coastal Culture Gary, posted news in our Discord about not 10 minutes ago. Oaks Amusement Park is reopening in two weeks. Oh, Oh, What? They were supposed to be closed all of year. Oh, oh, oh. supposed to be closed for the entire year. They are now reopening. Didn't they have a fire there? I think they did. Hang on. Or was that? Uh, <laughs> You're in, talking to the wrong person. Somewhere else. No, that was Enchanted Forest, whatever yeah. it's called. So at Enchanted Forest, the the wildfire did get close there because I actually know someone who's a local out there. And I was actually texting with him because I wanted to make sure that he was okay. Um, the fire did get close. As a matter of fact, if you go to Enchanted Forest's um, social media, they have some very chilling pictures of the lighting that happened within the park um, as the fires did get close to it. But the, the park did not get burned. The park is okay. It is safe. Oh, good. Um, so I'm assuming, and I'm you know hoping, obviously with COVID, you know I hope that they are able to come back. But Oaks, I had heard that they were in fact going to close, like as you all heard, as you already connoted. Um, but I mean, that's great news that they're able to come back. I mean, wow, that's two parks. Well, technically three within the last year and a half that in the midst of COVID have come back from nothingness because you have Indiana beach now Clem and also Clementon and yep. now Oaks. So that's yep. really crazy to see that, you know, you had three parks that looked like they were going to be closing. They were going to be gone. Um, that are coming back from the dead. And then of course with fantasy Island as well, supposedly reopening and adding three new attractions as well. So is that your phone? I'm sorry, Dad. You okay. son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. I'm just going on to Put vibrate. Come on now. I'm sorry, Dad. Here, let me fix that. Boom, it's fixed. Good. Took you long enough. Moving on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Moving on. Coaster Mog, our boy Sloan. Party Hollywood Nights. Yes. Listen, boys. All, all four of us are going to be there. 
Five yeah. of us. I know, I know Kevin uh, Kevin was not feeling well, so Kevin has departed as our, uh, our our producer for the night. But Kevin will be there as well. So. What? Oh, yeah. You didn't know Kevin was going to be there? Yeah, Kevin's going to be there. Oh, I'm pumped. <laughs> so all of us are going to be there. And then everybody else that I know is going to be like. So. This and Keys of the Kingdom are going to be enormous. It's yeah, be bigger than last year for sure. And there's going to be party spots everywhere. I can't wait. It's going to be. Oh, I'm excited. King, Hollywood Nights. I mean, we got to stumble the week after. It's going to be. I hope. I hope. Yep, Mike. I hope you're ready. <laughs> I, I hope you're ready because I did. I, I did uh, Hollywood Nights last year, and it was a damn good time. Wait, Mike. <laughs> Have you yeah. ever done Hollywood Nights before or no? No, I've never been to a Hollywood Holiday World at night. So, Oh my gosh, bud. Be ready, man. Be ready. I am ready to be severely disappointed. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I will say this, and I mentioned it after going last year, that <laughs> I was ready for it to be not that good. And then I rode Voyage Trimless, and then I said I was a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> be prepared, because it will exceed even lofty expectations, because you would not expect it, I will say that. And we have two months, so you will forget I ever said this, but <laughs> Hollywood Nights is going to be a damn good time. You know the thing I will say that you'll love the most is that when everybody goes on Voyage, and the line's fucking 45 minutes, we'll walk up to Thunderbird and ride it 45 times in a row. There yep. we go. Because that ride's still phenomenal. Oh. And, and not to mention, like with during the 2020 season, if you experience it, then it was in fact like being launched harder than what it usually is. Really? And so that's why, for example, if you were at the whenever you would shoot out and you were at the top of the Inleman, like for instance, I caught airtime at the top of the Inleman on a fucking wing rider. <laughs> like how is that fucking possible B&M hello but, makes sense but anyway like it was running like Thunderbird was running fantastic last year like I don't know why people don't talk about that enough and also not to mention Raven Raven is going to be running fantastic this year with Gravity Group coming in during the off season and redoing the turn that had the pothole in it um, hmm. supposedly according to the Ace article today Gravity Group has claimed that they have given going into that turn airtime now. So oh, hello. So that's a bit of a breaking news teaser. Um, but obviously like Gravity Group, I've heard that they are very, very, very pleased with how that retracking has turned out. So kudos to the people over at Gravity Group uh, for coming in and making Raven awesome as well. Um, right. So We'll see, obviously, Holly, come Hollywood nights, but um, obviously, good reports at the offs at the onset of uh, heading as as we head into the season for twenty twenty one. Definitely. Ooh, what's crazy? Moving on. I got this one. Let's do it. Make so it this happen. is from our buddy Gary, coasting with culture. Which I can't wait to see him again. This is a twofer from him tonight. Um, so this is a two-parter. So I want you guys to wait for me to read it all. 
Okay. Man. So true or false, the best possible stumble itinerary in Ohio would be as follows. Strikers Grove, Scene 75 in Dayton and Dublin, Columbus, Columbus Zoo, Sluggers and Putters, Howard's Apple Market, Memphis Kitty Park, and Play Zone Toledo. Yes. True or false? True, 100%. I mean, we've discussed the worst coaster cred run ever on this show before. Okay. Yes. It was very similar to that. Yes, it well, was. Part two, part two. Who do you think will be the second to sign up after Branderson? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Stevens Rich. There it is. So so here's actually a uh, another conversation me and uh, Hyde had the other day. What would happen if you know a um, the drunk riders, maybe a coaster studios, maybe um, a coaster crew and in the loop meetup rented out Stricker's Grove? Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I mean, that one airtime moment on Tornado is phenomenal. So, yes. Um, I've, the worst part is I've been to half these parks, so I don't know. <laughs> so okay, but Marcus, we're talking about getting shit faced at Strickland's Grove, okay? I mean, have you been to Cincinnati before? I'm just throwing. Yeah, that out. I mean, not wrong. If you're in Cincinnati, you kind of need to be shit faced. Yeah, thank you. I agree. No wonder there are so many fucking breweries. Yeah, Ryan Geist is delicious. That's what I mean. Go, go to the brewery. All right, so that's a good question. Uh, Branderson would obviously be first. Right, and he would be posting pictures about it for seven days after. Branderson has left me on, like, red for the past two months. Ever since we started roasting his ass, so. <laughs> I'm wondering if he's going to listen to this at all. Um, next question. Moving on. What coasters have you been eagerly waiting to travel for since COVID? This mm. is Mango Mazes. Um. The ones that aren't open yet? <laughs> California. I mean, I mean, okay, so we, we got to do Texas finally. What was our what was our next trip supposed well, to be? Well well, y'all got to do Texas. Cause you already did it before. My ass is still missing. So <laughs> hey, I'm still gal. missing Rattler. That's true. Well, so I will say I was supposed to go to Europe this summer. But because of COVID and us being able to not get in, that plan was canceled and pushed at least one more, maybe two years, which is a big bummer. So I can't wait to get on Terran and Fly and Black Mamba to go to Fantasialand. And then next summer, I have something else planned with my boy Larson. But we're working on that on the side. That's a that's a big work in progress for this guy, but Europe. I want to go back. I want to go to Europe. There we go. Hell, I just want to go to California. California. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing like four. I'm missing four or five parks over there. I've, I, we only got to do half a knots when me and you went, Mike. That's right. Um, I've been to Magic Mountain, but that was in 07. They've built rides since then, so I got to catch up. Um, yeah. And I haven't been to any other park, so we're going to Valley Fair. So I'm clearing up the entire East Coast <laughs> all the way to Colorado and Elish Gardens. 
<laughs> we really are running out of big parks to visit. Yes, <laughs> yes. Brand, yes. Brand, new ones. Yeah, <laughs> SeaWorld or uh, uh, San Antonio was my other big park east oh. of the Rocky Mountains that I hadn't really been. Oh. Well, no, technically, never mind. That's west of the Rocky Mountains. Sorry. You're, are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. We we won't discuss the number of beers that I've had right now. So I there's been a few, <laughs> but no, uh, I mine. Oh man, I have to say Japan. So like I I did have an opportunity to be able to go to Japan with some friends um, two years ago. Unfortunately, it just didn't work out due to finances and a couple of other factors. Uh, and like I've always been fascinated with like. Japanese culture and things like that. Not to mention the, you know, Bandit, you know, the the ride that inspired Magnum. Um, and then, of course, you also have Edge and Ica over there. And, like, not to mention, like, you also have a bunch of, like, even coasters that are themed in such a way that it just doesn't make sense. Like, there's a there's a spinning <laughs> coaster in Japan themed to fucking ramen, okay? So, oh, my God, that's right. <laughs> So like you know, there's 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 themes on rise that just don't make sense that I want to experience you know because I'm we're gonna, not going to get that in the states ever. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have ramen after we're done eating. <laughs> <laughs> done eating what after we're done with the show? I, I have some ramen in the house. Ooh, ramen sounds good right now. All right, chicken. Oh, oh, chicken flavored ramen, dude. There it is, man. Man, man after my own heart. Oh my gosh, that is that's where it's at. All right. Uh, do we all say something? Yeah, we all did. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Dustin, Cedar Fair coaster draft to New Park. One coaster from each. Which one would you pick? So, clarification for this question. is this We don't have time for a draft tonight, guys. We'll do that next time. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> that, that's too much. That's an episode in itself, and that's a yeah. live stream. We, yeah, um, we, can, we, can, we can stream that's, that. That's, that's, a, that's a good live stream. Ooh, that could yeah. be fun. But yeah, Dustin, we'll come back to that one. Write that on our, our sheet. Maybe do a live stream for that one. And I don't want to yes. leave. I don't leave Dustin out to dry. Um, but Steve, next up, has, has a he's a he's our great question. Pick one: quality coasters with bad ops or average coasters with good ops. Mm, the dilemma. Average. Yeah. Average. Yep. I yeah. Stand bad ops. Yeah, I will take a park that's that's kicking with a bunch of middling coasters. Rides are like sixes, sevens, and eights compared to uh, a bunch of nines and tens. I'd rather have the girls with the personality than the girls with none. Let's just say that. God, I was literally going to make a comment. <laughs> I love how we're the same person. <laughs> we are the same. When you started to say six, sevens, and eights instead of the nines and tens, those are too high maintenance. They don't have any personalities. Speaking they of, look, they look good, but they, they don't. Uh, they don't okay. hit like shit. Let's let's not keep going on. <laughs> Moving on. I was just going to say, speaking of average coasters with good ops, Orion last year when I did experience it was one of those things. So was it Bussin? What was it Bussin? It was the 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 queue for it was audacious. Let's just say that. It shouldn't have been that long. I mean, it's a B&M, so. All right. Final question of the night. Oh, God. Oh, boy. From our buddy, David. 
Uh, and I hope ready David shows up on the trip. He's one that I'm waiting for. So he is asking this question for Branderson. Maybe Branderson is mad at me right now. He hasn't shit posted me yet, so I don't know if he's actually mad at me or not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Branderson, if you are listening to this episode at exactly the at this moment, I want you to shit post Mike just for the heck of it, okay? So, yeah, Branderson, if you're not mad at me, shit post me. Um. Do log flumes count as poster creds? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where am I? I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, no. No. That's the show, boys. Yeah. So, no. So... I can see the water. No, 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 <laughs> I wanted to rage because I've gone through that argument before, and no, it's not a fucking coaster. We, had, coaster. we actually had a really good reason as to why they weren't. I just can't remember what that reason was. Oh, because the manufacturer says it's a drop tower. <laughs> no, it was something more legitimate than that, but I just can't remember what it was. That's okay. Twenty minutes from now, you'll you'll remember. Yep. Post it on the on Twitter tomorrow. You're good. All right. All right, you sluts. It's been a good time. John Mike, thanks for joining, bud. Likewise, thank you for having me. It's it really was an honor. Like I had a ton of fun. I hope that you all did as well. Yeah, no, of course. course, Always. Yeah, this uh the show's almost been uh two hours, so perfect. I can't wait to see you in uh two months, bud. Yeah. Likewise. Soon, soon. Oh yeah. Oh wait, you guys hear that? Ooh. Wait, what's that? What is that noise? Hmm. I think it's buzzing, boys. Oh. You, you all hear that buzzing? buzzing? Again. I oh. hear buzzing. I hear some buzzing. I hear a lot of buzzing right now. Oh, interesting. Buzz, buzz, boys. Buzz, buzz. <laughs> buzz, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>